0: what's going on y'all this is kelly clarkson welcome to miss into podcast the kelly clarkson fan podcast the very first podcast dedicated to the original idol kelly clarkson
1: here are your hosts jeremy and pam
2: hey everyone welcome to miss into podcast the kelly clarkson fan podcast my name is pam
1: and i'm jeremy and we appreciate you being along for the ride this week for another episode this week we are doing, we're kind of returning to our My Kelly Experience series that we've done throughout the history of the podcast. And this time around, we are gonna have two guests on today who have been featured on the Kelly Clarkson show.
2: So what do we mean by featured? I remember a couple of weeks ago we put out a blast on our social media asking this, and people were like, Well, I was in the audience, and this is very unique. Being featured means that you are part of a segment of specifically on the show Yep. and uh, we have two guests today uh, Paul and Jordan who both have very varying experiences with their features on the Kelly Clarkson show and we're going to hear all about it
1: yes so without further ado let's bring our guests in we want to welcome both Paul and Jordan hello fellas hello hey thanks Thanks for for joining us being here today appreciate it well, uh, first of all, I think we're going to start with Paul. Paul, you um, were featured on the Kelly Clarkson show for probably one of the most unique reasons that I think I've ever heard. And it was actually a really funny thing that happened uh, during the pandemic. Why don't you tell everybody the story of, of first of all, what it was that they brought you on the show to talk about? Sure,
3: absolutely. So actually, it even goes a little bit further back than that. It actually started back in 2016. I had this silly idea where I found a bunch of people online with the exact same name as me, first and last name, Paul O'Sullivan. And we became Facebook friends. And pretty shortly thereafter, I realized that they were all musicians, much like myself. So naturally, we started a band together. Um, (laughs) And kind of on an experimental basis, we just tried it with one song to see if we could do the whole remote thing. And then, as we all know, the pandemic hit. And then the new normal was, was doing everything remotely. And we're like, we've already been doing this all along. So, you know, we were bored out of our gourd being in like the cabin fever from all the lockdowns and stuff. So we're like, we've already done a single, why don't we do an EP? So we recorded this EP kind of out of pandemic boredom. And then we got a lot of traction. We were like in CBS news and then lo and behold, um, I got this, you know, we got this message on our face, our band's Facebook page, like, Hey, do you want to come on the Kelly Clarkson show? And like, at first I'm like, somebody is like scamming us. This can't be real. (laughs) But then I, then I went on LinkedIn and I looked up the producer's name and I'm like, she worked for NBC universal and my jaw just dropped. And I'm like, oh my God, this is actually happening. And then, (laughs) and then it happened. And then, yeah, so we were, we were a guest on her, on her show.
1: Now that's really interesting because you said that you guys sort of started to get together prior to the pandemic. So these other Paul O'Sullivans are all over the country. Is that correct?
3: And the world, the world. Yeah. So yeah. two of us, so myself, I'm in like kind of Maryland in between Baltimore and DC. Um, and then there's Pennsylvania, Paul, he's up near the Poconos. So we're the two American Paul Osullivan. And then <laughs> the other this. two, the other two are across the pond. So we have our bass player. Um, he's in Manchester, England. And actually, ironically, he was, he grew up a mile away from one of the like floor producers on the Kelly Clarkson show, which came up the day we were about to, you know, about to go on the air so it's kind of a nice thing that to you know some something familiar somebody else from manchester that's awesome Um, and then there's and then there's rotterdam paul and he's bilingual and he has dual citizenship so it's like yeah we're we're an international band and um just all with the same first and last name so
1: that's so cool and it's funny that you. you guys you guys sort of started to do the whole remote working together thing before it was cool uh, which right, I right. which I love. Um, so and of course because I'm a music guy, I'm a, I'm a radio guy. So I'm I'm just interested in how this all worked. I mean, did you guys just send each other your tracks? You know, I mean, did like one was one Paul you know responsible for laying down like the first part of a song, and then you know you guys just each built from there, or like how did you guys construct your songs before you know? Because I mean, and I I don't know the timeline of things like Zoom and and. Teams calls and all that. I know we had FaceTime, but I mean, right. how did you guys, you know, figure out how to construct everything from across the world?
3: What's really interesting that you bring that up because with, you know, doing like the live video conferencing, you can't really practice with other people because there's too much of a latency. So there's no way to actually get a good kind of take from that. So it was all like a piecemeal kind of project where it's like, okay, I'm going to write, you know, this part and we're going to do this song at this exact tempo in this specific key. And then you do your part to that same kind of grid. And we're just going to hope that it all lines up in the end and it works perfectly. And that's, that's how we did it. It was very assembly line. It was like, I'm going to do my part and then I'm going to send it to you. You're going to track your part over that and send it. And, you know, of course there were little things that we would have to fix in post production, but for the most part, it all kind of blended together as long as you have the same tempo and the same key, you know, and, and, and it, and it just sounded good in the end and it all
2: came together somehow. So
1: that's really that, awesome. That
2: just- that just like gives like musicians around the world, just like a new perspective that like, yeah, it's possible to have, like, have you guys actually met any of you?
3: I've So the funny thing is I've met Pennsylvania Paul, because with me being in Maryland and him in PA, yeah. we're not that far. And it was like, we might as well just meet up. And now we've become like really good friends. We like vacation together and stuff like that. Um, I
2: love that. So,
3: so him and I actually, a month ago, um, we did a sold out show in DC together. Um, which was really fun. It was the first time we'd ever performed together. But, but of course the big thing is like, we want to get all four of us together in person at some point to perform, but it's just kind of working out the logistics of that. You know, that's kind of going to be the tricky part, but, but I'm determined. And, you know, fingers crossed that that works out. We do have a, a plan in place for that, but it's just a matter of time for that. So
1: it's so wild to think that you're a band who has recorded not only like a single together, but you guys have recorded an entire EP and you have never met in the same room before. That is That's right. Yeah, that is just wild to me. That is so fun. It's the
2: future. I that know.
1: Yeah. Well, and it's funny too because Pam and I have been doing this podcast. It'll be two years in September, and and we've known each other, known of each other uh, much longer than that, and we have never been in the same room together as well. So oh,
3: wow. Okay. Never. Yeah. 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 So we, yeah. you know, when when uh,
1: when Kelly Clarkson goes back out on tour someday. Uh, you know, we have this, you know, this grand plan that, you know, most likely I'll come out to the East Coast because she's in Jersey. I'm in uh, I'm in Iowa and, uh, you know, that we're going to actually be able to be in the same room and, and record together, you know, for, uh, right, yeah. for a show. Oh, which wild. Is awesome. Jeremy's
2: real. Jeremy's real, I guess. Novel yeah, I idea it's whatever. all it's all
3: building up to that that's yes that's the whole exactly I, you <laughs> so, know what yeah
1: and i can't i'm gonna i mean i'm gonna be following your band from here on out because i can't wait to see that moment because what a cool moment that's going to be for you guys
3: oh thank yeah. you well i do have to say our our plan was to meet in new york city the four of us and i'm like doesn't kelly do the show in new york city like to start she's off the season august
2: like, she's going to okay
3: yeah. so yeah Yeah, they could do it. They could do it. Where are they now? I mean, they could just show up in person, you know? Yeah,
2: exactly. So, Paul, I do have more questions about your experience on the show. But before I get too ahead of myself, I do want to introduce Jordan's story. Yes, ping pong, ping pong back and forth. So, Jordan, tell us a little bit about your situation. What without going to too many details, overview what happened to you on the Kelly Clarkson show? (laughs)
0: Every dream came true is what happened. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it was the craziest thing. So I got engaged on Kelly's show. This was a month before COVID hit. And uh, so, yeah, my now husband, he, um, we have a friend who used to kind of work in production just in that world. And she had gotten us into American Idol years earlier. And we just kind of had that connection. and. So he reached out to her without me knowing and said, is there anyone you could get me in contact with at Kelly's show? And, you know, I'd been like a, a devoted fan since day one, like a vital, and I'd never met her. And I'd been trying for years and years and years. And it was like, she's so, she makes herself, herself so accessible, like to her fans, you know, at least historically. And it was just bizarre to me and to, Adam, my husband, that I had never met her. And he just really wanted to try and make something happen. So he reached out to someone, they reached out to someone, and then he got the phone call, and they made it happen.
2: So first of all, was like, do you have any idea that an engagement was coming at all, like in your future?
0: That's the first question. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had been together at that point, a little over two years, we were living together um, we have a little seven-year-old boy. Well, six, five or six at the time. We, yeah, we knew like this was this was the forever thing. We will be getting married. Our families all knew it. It was just um, a matter of getting engaged. So
2: matter of when. when so yeah. if if I if I can ask, where are you based?
0: Utah. Yeah, you're I'm in Salt City.
2: So you're not in LA. So how? Okay. So he got the call or the email or whatever that. This is greenlit. This is going to happen. So how did he plan it? How did he frame it to you being like, hey, we're, we're going to go out to L.A.? What are your thoughts? How did that actually happen?
0: Yeah, so we, we would very frequently go out to L.A. for tapings of The Voice. We had just come back from the Christmas. We were lucky enough. We, without knowing it, were in studio for the Christmas episode of Kelly's show and won like all, you know, every giveaway. Oh, wow. And, yeah it was a very cool experience so especially trying to get it all home um,
2: <laughs>
3: oh, we took like
0: that. one carry-on yeah <laughs> um so we we were very frequently there for like the voice and the kelly clarkson show and so it wasn't that bizarre he was just like hey like there's a taping coming up and i think if my memory is right it's been two years now so we're diehard fans of Shit's Creek. And
2: I, That was going to be another question of mine.
0: You guys, seriously, this is like a lining of the stars. Everything was meant to happen the way that it did because David Rose, um, Dan Levy, was scheduled to be on the Kelly Clarkson show. And I, I think what they did was the producer that he was working with told him kind of that. And then he told me like, hey, we have an opportunity to get into the show. Dan Levy's going to be... Or I think he said that someone from Shit's Creek is going to be on that episode, and it just wasn't that bizarre to me. I was like, "Yeah, let's go."
2: Yeah, that was like the perfect. That's like the perfect setup because if it was some random guest that neither of you are a fan of, pay attention to, ever had ever heard of, then you would be like a little sus. But like, you know, I love Kelly. Let's just go on like a weekend or whatever.
0: Exactly. That
2: really worked out. That worked. That was oh my gosh. I yeah. was. Like the fact that Dan was in that video, I was oh, like, the fact this is that the they're perfect. both
0: like gawking over what just happened in the video. I'm like, it's just, it's like my favorite part of the video because it's like two of my favorite people.
1: Now, if you, if you didn't uh, see what happened um, with Jordan's um, proposal, uh, we'll, we'll set it up for you because, and we'll let Jordan tell it, of course. Uh, So Kelly and Dan are on set. They're in the middle of their interview, literally in their middle of their interview. And the whole show just absolutely stops. And Jordan, I'll let you take it from here.
0: So they were doing, um, I I started to get, I started to be a little aware that like something unique might be happening. They were doing, um, it was like a Valentine's Day episode. And it was like all about love and they wanted to feature like all kinds of love stories. And so when we sat down, I don't remember what the producer said to us that made me still like not know exactly what was going to happen, but they, they were very particular about where we sat and like having been to the the tapings before I'm like, this is not how this usually goes. Like, and I know I want to sit over there. Can I sit over there? They're like, no, you're sitting here. So they weren't very like, they weren't trying too hard to keep it like the details they weren't spilling, but like they weren't trying too hard to protect like the, the mystery. And then, um, yeah, so they, they did this segment called the love bomb and come to find out they were going to be doing these love bombs kind of periodically throughout the month, I think. I don't know if we were the first one or what, but I hadn't seen it or heard of it. So yeah, we were sitting there and right before it happened, I see this producer kind of coming over, like crawling, so they're not in the frame. And we were like (laughs) three tiers up and I was like, corner of my eye, what's going on? And all of a sudden this explosion of like, I think it was heart confetti, went off. I jumped out of my seat. It scared me <laughs> to death because it sounded and felt like it came from right underneath my chair. Oh, no. And I think it's because they had those little confetti guns like by us. And so they went off. I jumped out of my chair and all of a sudden I, I'm trying to listen to Kelly. You know, it's not as loud in studio as it is. Like, and yeah. so I'm like, what is going on? There's a lot. And then all of a sudden I see this mic like being handed to us and I'm like, what in the world is going on? And I hear her and she's like, we have someone, I don't remember what she said. We have Adam in the audience who has something special to say to his boyfriend, Jordan, Adam, take it away or whatever. So now we're standing up and I'm like, oh, okay, this is what's happening. And so he, you know, says his little spill and gets down on a knee and asks me to marry him. And all the people around us are like, oh my gosh, like that you can't see in a frame. And so <laughs> they're kind of hyping me up and I'm like, where I'm getting engaged so <laughs> he gets down <laughs> casually. The knee and casually and on Kelly's show and proposes and it was amazing and then they turn it back to Kelly and I see her and Dan like freaking out with each other and just being like so cute and supportive I felt so much love in the studio that was one of like the things I'll never forget like Every single person, like, you never know, like, when you're gay, like, if the room you're in is, like, supportive of you, yeah. like, actually supportive of you, and I'm sure there were people in that studio that maybe aren't in support of gay marriage, but the feeling in the studio was, like, the most support and the most love I've ever felt. It was crazy cool and something that I, now looking back, that's, that's like, what I really hold hold with me about the experience so anyway they turn it back to kelly and she she tells us that she's giving us this big amazing honeymoon and adam didn't even know about that they kept that a surprise from him so i think it was the first big giveaway like vacation that they ever gave on the show
2: because it was still really this early is, like first
0: season yeah. yeah so i was shocked and floored and yeah
2: did you basically like black out during it <laughs>
0: Yes, I would have I, w- I, would I was have. I was dying to see the footage because I'm like, I cannot even believe and because i'm obs- I'm obsessed with Kelly, I'm like, I get you're proposing to me right now, but I would like to be watching her like I want to know, <laughs> I want to know what's going on on stage.
2: Yeah. I need to stare at her at all times. You're like
1: hitting yeah, Adam yeah. like you are interrupting this show. <laughs> They're gonna yeah, kick us out. Yeah.
0: well, and what's funny is, um I had told Adam like months prior, I think when we went to the Kelly show before I was like, listen, if I ever get the chance, like I've always said, I don't ever want to be like close to Kelly and not get to meet her. I'd rather just be far away. Like don't even tease me with the idea of like getting to meet her. So if we ever like go to the show or something, or if we ever were to win a contest and then not get to meet her, like I'd be better off to not even win the contest. Like, I need a meter. So he told me then later that when they were kind of screening him, you know, to you know, hear our story and see if they wanted to put us on the air. He apparently told the producer, he's like, Listen, if we do this and Jordan doesn't get to meet Kelly, like he's gonna be he's gonna be ticked, and it would have been better to not do this at all. Because we're wow. like in studio on the show. Yeah. And, and like not get to meet her. And he told me he's like, yeah, they said that wasn't going to happen. And I said, well, then I don't think this engagement is going to happen on the show because it will like 18 years he's been trying to meet her and like he'll be so close and then not. And the number one question everyone's going to ask after he tells this story is, did you get a meter? Did you finally get a meter? And if the answer is no, that's just like the world's biggest, like wah wah, you know. <laughs> totally. So so they came the producer, the sweetest woman ever came back, called him later, and was like, We need to get some clearances and do some background, but we're gonna make it happen. He's gonna be able to meet her. So Adam's like more over the moon at that point, that he's he literally is about to make my dream come true. And not from proposing to me but from meeting my idol (laughs) of 18 years i I know and i'm so glad because honestly i i mean it might sound crazy to some but i wouldn't have even wanted to do it if i didn't get to meet her so
1: yeah oh my gosh that's such a dramatic but no no, i
2: i I get it i do i mean you know there might be people out there who who would be like oh just be grateful for any experience i get that i see both sides you're there you know make the most of it
0: yeah i mean i'd I'd seen her I, I get how fortunate we are to live close enough that we can like yeah. go to tapings like I've seen every concert a thousand times of hers. I've been to tapings of her show so like it was it was time it was like, time that's what needed to happen
2: yeah you were you were way overdue
1: yes yeah uh well, Jordan, while you uh had the fortunate nature to be on the show pre covid paul you uh and the rest of the paul O'Sullivan band uh caught it kind of mid. Uh, pandemic. So at least Kelly was back in the studio, but she had sort of the the wall of monitor uh studio audience in there. Uh what was that sort of like doing the show virtually knowing that you were, you know, kind of talking to a bunch of screens behind Kelly.
3: Right. Yeah. Well first of all my congrats Jordan to you and Adam. That's that's so exciting and I'm so happy. Thank to you and, you. and to kind of jump on what he was saying. Um with the stars aligning and and with like specific people on an episode, it kind of worked with us too. And it plays into the whole like pre-pandemic versus during pandemic um, kind of issue because the last indoor concert that I went to before the pandemic was Kelly Clarkson's The Meaning of Life tour ah, And, and her supporting act on that tour was Kelsey Ballerini. And on our episode where we were on the Kelly Clarkson show, one of the other guests on the show was Kelsey Ballerini so it's like it was like such a weird thing because when that concert happened you know this was way before people like knew the pandemic was was coming yeah. um, I was just I was up in the nosebleed section down in Baltimore watching this concert and it was funny because Kelly was talk, talking about like well I, I love talking so much in between songs that NBC gave me my own show and it's coming this fall <laughs> and like that was the first time I heard about the show and I'm like this is you know and but like looking back now it's just it's so eerie because it's like those were the two people I saw like at my last concert before the pandemic and then I'm on her show in the middle of the pandemic with these people it's just like it's so funny how things happen similar to to Jordan's story and it's like it's almost like it was written in the stars but but again like kind of going back to what Jeremy was asking like it was just such a you know between work and stuff like zoom meetings and video conferencing that had so quickly become the new normal that it just seemed like another day, you know, nothing really out of the ordinary. It's just like it's like this is what we're doing now until we we get the vaccine or whatever. And it's like, you know, you just make the most of it. But but yeah, she was back in back in the studio for our episode, so we still got kind of like the some somewhat, somewhat of the full experience. Um, but yeah.
1: Was that a challenge to get you guys all on at the same time? Or did like everybody it's, else be it's like all different
2: time zones? Yeah, Cause it's, like, you know, yeah. from LA to where do you say Netherlands? The like, Netherlands, Yeah. I don't even, how many hours is that? Like nine? I don't even know. It's Six. Probably- it
3: cha- It changes too. Cause they have a different, slightly different, like when they move their clocks, it's like yeah. uh, like a three or three weeks before or after us. But yeah, it's funny because we had actually done a f- a f- like a few other media like opportunities before that. And we kind of found that we had this sweet spot like right around lunch for us on the East coast where it worked really well for them. Cause it was dinner around them. So we tried to like book things as much as we could. And it turned out that the show, when we were recording this cause they're on the West coast, it was right in our sweet spot. So I was like, Oh, this is perfect. So it just kind worked out, but it, it is funny because I'm such a night owl. And so like when I'm going to bed, uh, the guy in the, in the Netherlands is like waking up in the morning. He's like, I see you're still on Instagram. Why are you still awake at this hour? (laughs) I'm like, it's just how much, it's just, you know, being a creative mind. I just do my best thinking at night. So it's just, but you're absolutely right. The whole time zone thing at first, it was such like a logistical difficulty, but like anything else, you kind of figure out the learning curve and make it work. And that's what we did.
1: So you said, you know, the last show you went before everything kind of shut down was the meaning of life tour. Were you, I mean, prior to being on Kelly's show, you were—I mean—were you just like a casual fan, or you know, were you a, a person who has seen her well before that as well?
3: I mean, I, I honestly—I w- I would say more on the side of, of a casual fan, but I've always liked her. Like my college band, we did a cover of uh, "Stronger." You know, she's a, she's that. always she's always been there. I'll send I'll send you the clip one time, Pam, so you can hear it. Um, yes, but but yeah. So actually, like I'm I'm actually really into like country music, so I really like Kelsey Ballerini. And I, I was like on her email list and it said like she was going on tour with Kelly Clarkson. I'm like, okay, I can't not go to this. So like I bought tickets, <laughs> and then you know, the rest is history. So it's just some things are meant to be, and 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 yeah. So that's but, so
2: cool. And now you're on you. a Kelly Clarkson fan podcast. Go figure. <laughs> exactly. Who true. knew? Who knew three years later? <laughs> what
1: I'm still just so blown away, just the 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 way that it all worked out for both both of you guys, Paul and Jordan, where you know, Kelsey was on your show, Paul, and Dan was on your show, Jordan. That you know, it just it was like your your fandoms were sort of convening at the same time, at the perfect time when you guys got to have these really really awesome moments. Totally.
2: I feel like I never, if I ever go to any sort of TV show taping, I'm like I don't know any of these guys. <laughs> so you guys lucked out. You guys lucked out. So Paul, I so you actually weren't like pitching to get on the Kelly Clarkson show, they reached out to you. Was that the same with other news outlets as well? Because you had mentioned you were on CBS. Like, did you really do any reach out to producers or did everyone somehow find you? And how, how did the Kelly Clarkson show find you?
3: So it was, it was a mixture of both. Like sometimes I have a friend that says um, squeaky, squeaky wheel gets the oil. So, you know, sometimes to kind of get some traction going, you got to reach out so the cbs one i actually reached out to her on twitter i was like you know I, it's always so weird like pitching yourself you know like shameless self-promotion but sometimes it's kind of the nature of the beast you know yeah. so i reached out to her on twitter i didn't hear it back for like a week so i'm like it's probably you know she probably gets so many you know dms all the time about stories pitch you know people pitching story ideas but she wrote back and she's like i love the story we want to run with this so i was like this is amazing um and that's really what got us a lot of traction because it's like i think it hit on a lot of different things at once like people were kind of living vicariously through the story because we were finding this way to still live our lives while everyone else was stuck at home so it was kind of like people could really like it was the story was resonating with people and i think it hit at the right time so cbs ran, ran with the story and then like i said we got that facebook message on our band's facebook page and that's when I had to like vet the producer's name on LinkedIn and make sure this was like a legitimate thing. And then I'm like, oh my God, this is actually happening. And like, even like the week before that we were in like people magazine. Um,
0: what? yeah,
3: we were on NPR twice and like, yeah, I was just like, I ended up getting shingles at the end of it. Cause there was like a two and a half week period where I was, we were just doing media all the time. And I was in between jobs so I could pull it off, but just like, I was working like, you know, 14 hour days just doing all these media inquiries. And then by the end, I just like, you know, ran myself down. But it was fun because there was like that two and a half week period where we were like, we felt like the prettiest girl at the dance. Like everybody <laughs> wanted to talk to us. And then they, and then inevitably they move on to the next story that comes along. But it's like, you know, we had our, our day in the sun, but it was, it was such a fun time. And of, of course, being on the Kelly Clarkson show was kind of the crowning achievement of all of that. Yeah.
2: I got to say, as someone who worked with, talent for a while rising talent you have such a i don't want to say easy but just it's you just have such a great marketing tool that provides not a lot of marketing because it's just you guys have such a unique story like if it was any other you know band who's like oh we formed together during the pandemic and made an album like okay that's cool but the fact that you like the story behind you just being like, I'm going to add all these people on Facebook and like, see if anyone actually bites. What? No one ever mm. hears about that. And like, I think just the fact that you're all the same name, it's just like, that's going to be the best marketing tool going forward. Thank
3: you. Like, no, I, mean, I, I feel very fortunate. And it was just this serendipity. And I was, you know, it's like one of those things where it's, you're sitting around at a party and it's like, wouldn't it be funny if we did this? But like, I'm one of those people where I actually followed through on it. You know what I mean? And And it paid yeah. off because- um, you know, I got on the Kelly Clarkson show and now I'm on a Kelly Clarkson podcast. So it's like, you know, it all worked
0: out. So yeah, it
2: all works out for anyone out there who's like, oh, you know, my name's super common. That's a good thing. Right.
0: Yeah. That is a good <laughs> thing.
2: I've looked myself up up on Facebook. I don't know if that's weird. And I'm the only one with my name. And I'm like, well, 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 can't start a band.
1: (laughs) So, so Jordan, uh, you know, you, you get to have your proposal, you know, the, everybody freaks out. You have that moment. Walk us through the, the moment when you finally, after 18 years, you get to stand right next to Kelly and meet her for the first time.
0: Oh my gosh. So, um, They sat us down right after, and they went right to commercial. Our segment was kind of at the end, right before they were going to go to commercial break. I see the same producer walking over to us who had kind of been helping us. And I'm like, it's time. I know it's time. She grabs me, walks me and Adam both down, and Kelly's with her people. And it felt very, very structured. Like, they are on a schedule, a very strict time frame. This is during just a commercial break, so... Um, they walk us down. I see them tap Kelly. She comes over, gives me the biggest hug. And I think I said, I think the first thing I said was, I have waited 18 years to meet you. And she was like very self-deprecating and charming, like usual, and said something like, You really need to aim higher. Like, I hope this is everything you thought it would be. <laughs> and, and I was like, No, I'm serious. This is the best day of my life because I'm meeting you and getting engaged to my soulmate. And like, this just could not be better. And I just thank you so much for who you are. And she was just so sweet. And then she immediately, she was like, cause they showed the video package of the vacation they were giving us like for the honeymoon. She's like, what a trip. That's unbelievable. Like, so she was just kind of chatting with us and then gave Adam a hug. I think told him like good job or something. I don't know. <laughs> and um and then she just said let's take a let's take a photo real quick so we took a photo and it's framed in my living room and everyone who comes to our house sees it and and it was cool they also gave us the like the the I don't know the call sheet the production sheet oh, sure. the schedule so <gasps> that's so, it so show, cool. it, I know because I'm I'm a very sentimental I love keeping those types of things and it shows on there like the Kelly Clarkson Show, Schedule for the Day, Adam and Jordan, Honeymoon Surprise, Love Bomb Segment. Like, it was just like, so that's framed as well. And it's just a fun, you know, talking point for when people come over to the house. So anyway, and then we went back to our seats and that's all I remember. <laughs>
2: Did they take like a professional photo? Like, was Weiss the one taking it or was it like a cell
0: phone? Yeah. Yeah. Weiss took it. So they ah, took a few. Yeah. They, they didn't take any on our cell phones. Yeah. So they took a few photos and then they, they sent photos to us uh, with Kelly. And then of the segment, they were snapping photos too. So they sent us a bunch of those photos.
1: Oh, that's um, great.
0: I don't know, probably a week or two later. Yeah. And the producer was so friendly. She's like, you know, we have her cell phone number now because that's how she was working with Adam. So she's like, Text me if I forget to send you the photos or whatever. And I was hounding Adam every day. I'm like, get the photos. I'm dying to see the photos.
2: I was going to say like a week or two, I would be like checking my email every hour. Right. Like, as yeah. soon as I left the building, I would be like, we need the photos now. Yeah. Oh my God. You have such patience. The type of thing
0: like we went home and told our family and friends. They're like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> <What's> <laughs> oh, so happened?
2: Adam Adam didn't tell anyone before. No, no,
0: one, no one even knew we were going to LA. It was like a quick day and a half trip. You know, we were there and back so no one knew so i wanted the photos to like post on my social and like show everyone and
1: you had to so. wait oh That's man yeah. so we know That's that uh, kelly films her shows you know pretty well in advance sometimes it's it's a matter of a couple of days i know the one taping that i was a part of which was a, a virtual audience um kind of like what the audience that watched uh, paul's band Um, you know, our episode was taped on like a Thursday and it aired that like Monday or Tuesday, but then there's other times when she can tape weeks and weeks in advance, uh, depending on, you know, their scheduling. So how long did it take before your proposal aired uh, on TV?
0: You know, I think it was like a week or two. I remember, oh yeah, it was because I remember this all started being coordinated mid January. And, and at the time, they said, okay, you, we have two options for tapings. You can come on this day or this day. And they were both like January 28th, 29th, I think. And it was the Valentine's Day uh, okay. episode. That makes sense. So it aired the week of Valentine's Day, uh, so two weeks later.
2: Wow. That's, oh man. That was I wild. love that. So. Yeah. Paul, I have to ask, cause you did write in the email that you sent us. So now I'm just like, well, also I have to give credit. Paul thought of this entire episode. I'm not even going to pretend to take credit. <laughs> Paul, you emailed us like months ago and was like, Hey guys, like, like, I love the podcast. I have an idea if you're willing. And I'm like, that's brilliant to have people who are featured on the show. So thank you, Paul.
3: Thank you. No, I appreciate you being open to it. I think it's kind of yeah. a cool twist on things. Cause you- yeah. it's
2: such a cool idea. So my question you did mention you were like, I have some stories to share. Like, do you have any like anything behind the scenes cuz oh, yeah. obviously I know it's like super it's quick when you're actually doing the filming but I'm sure you, it's a lot of hurry up and wait.
3: Yes, yes, absolutely. But I do I do have I do have plenty of stories and kind of going back to what Jeremy was saying, we filmed on a Wednesday and then it was the next Monday. So we had the quick turnaround. So it was like yeah. really really exciting everything was happening like happening like you know, rapid fire, but it was it was very exciting. But yeah, so kind of the the fun story for us was like I had two two quick stories if that's okay. So the first one was sure, like when please. they were and it's funny because this is like if you watch our video on YouTube, this is exactly where I was when I was recording that, you know our segment. And it's funny because we're on Zoom right now, but actually on on Kelly they use Skype, so kind of fun little fact there. And I actually used my iPad for when I was talking with with Kelly. Um, but yeah, so. Of course, they got me all set up with the shot, um, and actually, if you see the blue wall behind me, they made me take down the some of the photos. They just wanted like a blank wall so it wouldn't be like distracting. Um, so it's funny because like they were like really worried about the lighting. They wanted to get the lighting just right, and like I ended up sitting kind of like crisscross applesauce like on the floor, and it was fine for the first minute or two. But like after a while, I, like my foot starts falling asleep, but I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to move, so I'm like, oh gosh. So And they were running a little bit late, but I'm like, I'm not going to move. So if you watch the interview, I look like a little, like, I don't know, like on edge, but it's because my feet are like, my legs are like falling asleep. And I'm like, but I got to talk to Kelly. Like, I, <laughs> let me just get through this and talk to Kelly. Uh, but the funny thing is, like, we were the first guest on that episode. So it was like right after she did the karaoke for the day. And then, but the funny thing is she she messed up during the karaoke So she like had to start it over again. And I'm like, oh, I didn't know you could just do that because you always see the final product when you watch the show. And it was funny because like like I said, when I was just sitting there on the floor, like crisscross applesauce and I'm like, you know, they were getting the other Paul's, their, their shot set up. And I'm just like, I had my phone in reach and I don't know why, I guess, because I'm a tortured soul or something, but I'm like, what's the average viewership for, for an episode? And it was like, oh no, it was like 1.4 million. I'm like, okay, no, <laughs> no pressure or anything. So, so I saw that and I was like, um, you know, you know, I, being in a band and stuff like that, I perform in front of people. But this is just a whole other level. So, like,
2: you don't perform in front of a million people, cat, <laughs> normally,
3: do you? No, not not yet, at least. <laughs>
2: <But> <laughs> yeah, yeah.
3: So that that's why I was like, okay, I better, you know, just kind of push push through the pain right now of, of my legs falling asleep. Um, but seeing her like messed up a little bit on on the song and then she like did this twirl thing like she's obviously you know you had Jason on the show but like so cool with their bandmates and stuff like that just seeing her like so playful with her bandmates and like oh I messed up okay we'll just start over and do it again like it just that helped me relax because I was so nervous I'm like uh you know because I want to make a good appearance in front of 1.4 million people but then seeing her kind of like I don't know, kind of following her lead and being like, just relax and just enjoy yourself and make the most of it. That really helped me relax. And then it was a good interview from there on out. But yeah, just seeing how down to earth she is and genuine and just the the great relationships that she has with her bandmates and the longevity there. It was just like, yeah. it really helped me settle in for, for when our interview happened. So.
2: I think she's the best example of a celebrity a public figure who just really humanizes herself yes I think that's the best thing like she's like yep this crappy thing happened to me or this whatever and I'm like you are human stars they are just like us it's Absolutely. just like yeah. it's just like that
3: and just just like she is you know on on screen she is same exact thing off the screen which you know because you never know with certain celebrities but it's Don't. like sure extremely genuine like and that that really shined through and it was just a great experience from top to bottom so
2: did this like you being on the show did it kind of get you like oh like I'm like a little bit more of a fan now I have to get a little bit more into her like discography like oh absolutely
3: absolutely yeah. yeah because I you know like some kind of a mantra that I live by is like choose people who choose you and I'm I like, like that. and I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm I'm like a super Kelly fan now. <laughs> you know? Welcome. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I DVR every single episode, and, you know. I, so, yeah, it's and like you said, diving deeper into the discography and stuff like that, because, of course, everyone knows the hits and stuff like that. But like to kind of dive deeper into this stuff, it's like, wow, there was a lot of stuff back then that kind of didn't get its day, in, you know, day in the sun. And it's like, wow, yeah. there's some good content back there.
1: So. So, Paul, you said that uh, your your band used to or your your college band used to do a cover of Stronger. I mean, have you got a song that you think that the Paul Sullivan band could do that's in Kelly's discography?
3: Actually, it's funny you say that because there was that's another story about this. Part of our segment was supposed to be we were going to do a cover of one of her songs, like a little like truncated version of. Yeah, of, uh, which we did. And we did. Uh, My Life Would Suck Without You. And they were like all excited about it. But then like at the last minute it got pulled and I was like, what's going on there? And it was funny because like a few months later, I finally put two and two together as to why that was. And again, I'm not like trying to get into like the drama side of stuff, but it was um, I, I looked up who produced the song or who co-wrote the song and it was Dr. Luke. And Mm -hmm. I know there's a little bit of beef there. So I think um, they just didn't want to have to pay him any more money to use the credit for that song. So, yeah, but, but the funny thing is we were on, cbs news a few days later and they played the clip of us performing my life would suck without you so it still got to see you know the light of day just on a different national tv appearance
1: that's awesome
2: interesting i guess like kelly's team were like they we don't want to even attempt it
1: yeah right yeah
2: (laughs) but you know what i'm glad someone heard it that's awesome and if that's out there, like, that, please send that to us. If that's, like, on YouTube anywhere, we'll definitely yeah. post it for our listeners to watch during the week that this comes out.
3: Oh, thank you. Yeah, I'll send that over.
1: So let's talk about, uh, the you know, the aftermath of your guys' appearances uh, on the show. And, uh, Jordan, we can start with you. Um, you know, did you obviously get a, a lot of feedback from friends and family once the episode aired? Or were you able to say, hey, you know, you, you might want to watch – did you either have to say – you need to watch the Kelly Clarkson show today. Trust me. It's a good reason. Or were you already to the point where you were like, Hey, we're engaged. If you want to watch it happen, it's going to be on the Kelly show on this day.
0: Yeah. We didn't keep the engagement a secret. I mean, I didn't, (laughs) I'm like shouting it from the rooftops. Um, I didn't post about how we got engaged. We just like told our friends and family and stuff. And then the day before the episode aired, I posted the photo of me and Adam and Kelly. And I said, I don't remember what I said, watch the show tomorrow to see me lose my mind on national television. Or something. <laughs> and and uh, then people freaked out and, you know, all our friends and family watched it and my phone was blowing up for a few days. And uh, now it's just kind of fun because when people want to hear the story, I just send them the clip, you know.
1: Did you get any uh, coverage locally, like like your local uh, affiliates, you know, reach out or anything or?
0: No, I didn't. um, No, I I always have random stuff like that happen to me, like with other weird things like Katy Perry kicked me in the face with a ball at her concert once, like (laughs) blew up in every news outlet and all these weird (laughs) things happen to me. But no, nothing. This one was like nothing at all.
1: Well, it's cool that you got to share it then with friends and family made it a little more special.
0: Yeah. yeah. And because of the honeymoon, it like allowed me to draw it out. Right. I wanted to milk this for everything I could. How, how <laughs> was the
2: honeymoon? It was Cancun. right? Yeah,
0: it was Cancun. Neither, neither of us had ever been to Cancun. It was really cool. But the, the bummer or just kind of the weird thing was um, the way they gift you those types of experiences, like they have expiration dates and terms and all kinds of things. And so, we actually had to use it during COVID and our wedding hadn't happened. So it ended up being just a vacation to celebrate the fact that we were engaged Okay. because um, COVID postponed our wedding. So we went on the honeymoon, I don't know, six or seven months after we got engaged and to Cancun. And it was really cool. It was an all-inclusive resort in Cancun. It was like kind of a ghost town because it was COVID, but uh we kind of had we kind of had the resort and the beaches to ourselves and it was is, an amazing experience and yeah. like yeah, low it really it's cool. like
2: low key safe if no one's there
0: <laughs> i know yeah i mean it was ironic because we we said we felt more safe there than anywhere you know you go on vacation during covid and they're like really following all these protocols to make sure that everyone feels good because they want people to be traveling so right you know it yeah it was really good and something we'll never ever forget and we send the photos like from our honeymoon to uh, i think her name was casey the producer and we were like we're on the we're on the trip that you guys gave us thank you so much you know just fun to kind of maintain that relationship with her and she's so sweet and supportive so yeah it was just a dream from from beginning to end
1: that's awesome
2: oh, that's so sweet
1: so paul the uh, the Paul O'Sullivan band have their appearance on the kelly clarkson show what comes next
3: I mean, it kind of kept going from there. Like we did this uh, fundraiser for for COVID um, with Forbes magazine, which was really cool. So what we did was like every month we would release a new song, and then like fifty percent of our funds would go to um, the COVID nineteen solidarity response fund. Because um, and kind of part of that whole, not contest, but was. You know, there was rumors that there was going to be concerts starting again in the summer, you know, because pe- enough people were getting vaccines and stuff like that. So we're like, why don't we just do something that kind of pushes through the home stretch? So we're like, we're going to release a new song every month until concerts start happening again. So it was just kind of like a fun way to kind of, like I said, fill in the space in between that, because I love going to live concerts. And I was like, I'm just like, you know, chomping at the bit to get to a live concert. So it's like I need something to keep me busy in the meantime. So we did that. Um, and then. In the fall, we were in like Reader's Digest. And then like there were, there was a church in Ohio and a church in Washington that did a like a sermon about our band. And I was like, what? The only reason I found out was because it was like way back when we were on the Kelly Clarkson show, I set up like Google alerts just in case stuff would come out, you know, just mm-hmm. to make sure that we were being represented accurately, you know. Sure. Um, but yeah, and it just kind of kept going from there. And like, we're still, we're still going strong. We're still making music. And like I said, still hoping to get that. All four of us in-person reunion and performance. And we have, you know, still new music coming out. That's so cool. Um, well,
2: where can people find your music? I
3: mean, Spotify, you know, all the all the major streaming platforms, YouTube, uh, or just paulosullivanband.com. We were looking okay. into buying uh, the URL because we thought this would be funny if we just did Paul dot Paul, Paul, com. <laughs> <laughs> and it's available, but I haven't I haven't done that yet. But that's we do have plans to do that. Maybe you can we, just
2: buy it and just hold on to it. That's you right. Know? Oh, that's so great! And then on social media, they can just find the is it at Paul O'Sullivan Band or yeah the- on
3: Instagram the the Paul O'Sullivan Band and we're even on TikTok now. We're trying to kind of branch out a little bit. Yeah,
2: amazing. That's awesome.
3: Hey, so Paul and
1: Jordan, uh, it yeah. has been so much fun to talk to you guys about your experiences on The Kelly Clarkson Show. Two very uh, different experiences and very uh, unique and awesome experiences. I'm still just blown away by how the stars aligned for both of you guys with, you know, the other guests that were on the show and just, you know, the fun that you guys had in your appearances. Uh, I don't know if we could have found two better guests to to have on to talk about uh, being on the show. So Thank you very much for sharing your experiences today. And uh we can't wait to see what comes next for you guys. Thank you, Thank so, you much. so much.
2: Thanks guys. Yeah, this was great. Thank you. Thank you so much to Jordan and Paul for joining us today on our Kelly Clarkson show feature episode. That was so much fun to have them on.
1: Yes. It's really cool to, to sort of hear how it sounds to be a guest on the show. I mean, there, you know, Kelly has had hundreds of, of sort of, you know, quote unquote, regular folks as guests on her show from everywhere from sitting on the couch next to her to uh, on Zoom like Paul was, or maybe in the audience like Jordan. And I know everybody's experiences are are, are different, but it was so cool to hear just sort of the the how it became, how it came to be. And then what happened afterwards when you're on a big show like Kelly show. And like Paul said, a show that's watched by more than a million people every day uh what an interesting perspective to hear from both of them
2: yeah all right team that's about it for today as always you can find us on instagram twitter and facebook at miss into podcast you if you listen on the spotify app um you, if you can rate us that would be wonderful um it takes about five seconds and same thing on apple if you listen on apple Podcasts, you can leave us a rating review it really helps us and we always appreciate it and uh I think that's about it. And we'll be back next week with a brand new episode.
1: Yes. And make sure to check out our social media this week, as we show you photos and videos from both uh, Paul and Jordan's appearances on the Kelly Clarkson show and make sure to check out Paul's band, uh, the Paul O'Sullivan band. Again, the all four guys named Paul O'Sullivan in the band. It's a very, very cool thing and they're awesome. So uh, until next week, uh, we'll talk to you next time.
2: Bye. You've been listening to miss indie podcast, the Kelly Clarkson fan podcast. Miss Indie Podcast was written and produced by Jeremy and Pam. Remember to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform so you'll be the first to know when a new podcast is posted. Continue the conversation by following the podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Miss Indie Podcast. Send us your questions and comments to IndiePodcast at gmail.com.